Joe Biden just chose Kamala Harris as his VP running mate. Feel free to leave your thoughts below in the comment section as to this choice. What do you think about this? And do you think that they potentially could beat Trump? So the topics we'll be covering on this episode are Joe Biden picks Senator Kamala Harris to be his vice presidential running mate, making her the first black woman on a major ticket. And Trump says the U.S. has reached a deal with Moderna for 100 million doses of the C-word vaccine. And Tesla announces a 5-for-1 stock split. Former Vice President Joe Biden has chosen Senator Kamala Harris of California to join him on the Democratic ticket, fulfilling his pledge to select a female running mate and making Harris the first black woman ever to appear on a major party ticket. His campaign announced the pick Tuesday afternoon through its website. Biden's selection of Harris, 55, lends racial diversity, gender parity, and generational breadth to his campaign. It also represents a strategic decision by the 77-year-old former vice president to keep his ticket firmly within the more moderate wing of the Democratic Party. Back when Kamala was attorney general, she worked closely with Bew, tweeted Biden, referring to his late son, Bew Biden. I watched as they took on the big banks, lifted up working people, and protected women and kids from abuse. I was proud then, and I'm proud now to have her as my partner in this campaign. The selection came despite a months-long pressure campaign from leftist factions that wanted Biden to pick a progressive star such as Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts and in the final few weeks of the search concerted lobbying by prominent Democrats on behalf of Rep. Karen Bass of California and former Obama National Security Advisor Susan Rice. Harris said in her own tweet shortly after Biden's decision Joe Biden can unify the American people because he spent his life fighting for us. And as president, he'll build an America that lives up to our ideals. I'm honored to join him as our party's nominee for vice president and do what it takes to make him our commander-in-chief. Former President Barack Obama complimented his vice president's choice. Joe Biden nailed this decision, Obama said in a statement. By choosing Senator Kamala Harris as America's next vice president, he's underscored his own judgment and character. Reality shows us that these attributes are not optional in a president. The requirements of the job and now Joe has an ideal partner to him to help him tackle the very real challenges America faces right now and in the years ahead. Following the announcement, Rice complimented Harris in a statement calling her a tenacious and trailblazing leader who will make a great partner on the campaign trail. Bass did the same, singing a tweet that Harris, tenacious pursuit of justice and relentless advocacy for the people is what is needed right now. Harris has a uniquely American biography. Her mother was a widely respected breast cancer researcher who immigrated to the United States from India in the 1960s. Her father, Donald Harris, is an eminent economist who spent much of his career at Stanford University, 
Also an immigrant, Harris moved to the United States from Jamaica around the time his future wife came from India. A first-time senator who served as California's attorney general from 2010 to 2016, Harris has drawn on her personal and professional experience to emerge as a leader in the Senate on racial justice issues. We've all watched her hold the Trump administration accountable for its corruption, stand up to a Justice Department that's run amok, and be a powerful voice against their extreme nominations, said Biden in his announcement Tuesday, touting her experience in the Senate. She's been a leader on criminal justice and marriage equality, and she has focused like a laser on the racial disparities as a result of the C-word, Biden said. A member of the Judiciary Committee, Harris in 2018 co-sponsored the first ever bill to make lynching a federal crime. The bill passed the Senate and the House overwhelmingly, but a final version was blocked by Senator Rand Paul, RKY. Harris was also a co-author this spring of Democrats' broader police reform legislation, drafted in response to the national uprising that followed the death of George Floyd, an unarmed black man killed by... Minneapolis police in May, and the fatal police shooting of Breonna Taylor, a black EMT, at her home in Louisville, Kentucky, in March. Yet Harris, like Biden himself, is considered a moderate Democrat and a pragmatic lawmaker rather than an ideologue. This could complicate incumbent President Donald Trump's effort to portray Biden as a tool of the radical left. Already on Tuesday, there were signs that the Trump campaign has yet to decide how to attack Harris. In a written response to Biden's announcement, a Trump campaign spokeswoman accused Harris of being both too progressive and not progressive enough, saying Harris attempted to bury her record as a prosecutor in order to appease the anti-police extremists, yet also claiming her selection was proof that Biden would pursue the extreme agenda of the radicals on the left. In reality, Harris has repeatedly teamed with Republican colleagues to draft legislation during her three years in the Senate. This includes working on an election security bill with Senator James Lankford, R. Oklahoma, the anti-lynching bill with Senator Tim Scott, RSC, and a workplace harassment prevention bill with Senator Lisa Murkowski, R. Alaska. Harris has even won plaudits from Senator Lindsey Graham, RSC, and the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee and a staunch Trump ally, about one whose personal friendship with Biden goes back some 30 years. And speaking to radio host Hugh Hewitt about Harris in May, Graham said, I think she's the leading candidate for Biden's running mate. I know her. I didn't like what she did in the Covenant Supreme Court confirmation hearings by any stretch of the imagination. But she's hard-nosed, she's smart, and she's tough. The announcement comes after a four-month selection process that saw at least a dozen prominent women vetted for the position. The vice presidential selection committee was headed by former Senator Chris Dodd of Connecticut, one of Biden's oldest friends. Other members included Biden's campaign co-chair, Eric Garcetti, the mayor of Los Angeles, Rep. Lisa Blunt, Rochester, who represents Biden's home state of Delaware in the House, and Cynthia Hogan, who served as a counsel to Biden in the Senate and later in the Obama administration. Throughout the process, insiders say Biden's top priority has always been to select a vice president he can trust, someone with whom Biden can have the same deep personal relationship he had with President Barack Obama during his eight years as vice president.
Biden's strategy for choosing a running mate has evolved over the past few months as his lead over Trump in national polls and battleground states has increased. And during the late winter and spring, when Biden was still locked in a primary battle against Senator Bernie Sanders, IVT, many on his campaign team saw the vice presidential pick primarily as a chance for Biden to name a progressive who could help him unite the establishment arm of the Democratic Party with its left flank. But as Biden's lead over Trump grew in the late spring and summer, progressive Democrats coalesced around him. By early July, instead of needing a vice presidential candidate who could help galvanize support on the left, Biden's advisors had come to believe he merely needed one who would do no harm to his strong standing in the polls. Now, before we go into the next articles, I'm pretty curious as to basically know what some of you might be thinking about this. Now, me personally, I don't really care for politics one way or the other, left or right or even middle. All of it just seems like a pile of pudding that like a fat guy can't finish eating. Like it's just nonstop a massive pile of mess, right? That's the way I view politics, right? And I'm only really talking about this article because it does have financial implications and all that. But I'm curious because I see a lot of times in the news articles of various news websites where they try to basically portray Biden as someone who's basically a very strong and basically altogether leader. But if you've seen any of his talks, right? If you've seen any of the interviews that he's had, he is not there, right? So that means with this whole running thing, you're not really voting for Biden. You're basically voting for Kamala, for Harris, right? So the way you got to view this is, are you okay with her being the president versus Trump? That's the way you got to look at this. I don't care too much about politics, but let's face facts. Biden is most likely not going to be the president. Is probably going to end up becoming Harris if she gets elected. And again, that's if she gets elected. And I don't want to go you know, into the past of either Trump, Biden, or Harris. None of them really have very, very clean pasts. I mean, Biden has, you know, corruption allegations from multiple news websites. Uh, Harris has very shady and questionable prosecution stances. And I believe she actually kept like, um, I think she actually tried to arrest a lady for letting her kid not go to school. And of course, Trump has various bad things as well. So no matter which one you look at, Trump or Biden or Harris, none of them, like none of them is perfect, right? So just keep that in mind. Like take everything you read or hear with a grain of salt, right? Like don't really trust everything. Do your own research because whether you choose left, right, or middle or none at all, 2020 is going to be interesting. 
So President Donald Trump on Tuesday announced the U.S. government will purchase 100 million doses of Moderna's experimental C-word vaccine, which is currently in late-stage human trials. Moderna separately said the deal for its vaccine, mRNA-1273, is worth $1.53 billion and will give the federal government the option to purchase up to 400 million additional doses. The U.S. has already invested $955 million in Moderna's vaccine development, bringing its total investment up to $2.48 billion, the company said in a press release Tuesday. Moderna's C-word vaccine is in late-stage human trials, which will test its efficacy and safety in 30,000 people. The Massachusetts-based company previously said it could expect results as early as October. And the U.S. government's deal with Moderna follows similar agreements it's made with pharmaceutical giants, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and other drug makers for their potential COVID-19 vaccines. We are investing in the development and manufacture of the top six vaccine candidates to ensure rapid delivery. The military is ready to go. They're ready to deliver a vaccine to Americans as soon as one is fully approved by the FDA, and we're very close to that approval. Trump said during a press conference at the White House. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services previously said it would pay Pfizer and biotech firm BioNTech, what a name, BioNTech, $1.95 billion to produce and deliver 100 million doses of their C-word vaccine with the option to acquire 500 million additional doses. HHS later announced it would give Johnson & Johnson more than $1 billion for 100 million doses with the option for an additional $200 million. HHS also struck a deal with Sanofi and GlaxoSmithKline for up to $2.1 billion to develop and deliver 100 million doses of their potential C-word vaccine with the option to acquire an additional 500 million doses. The deals are part of the Trump administration's effort to accelerate the development, manufacturing, and distribution of vaccines and treatments to fight with the C-word under the program called Operation Warp Speed. Earlier on Tuesday, HHS Secretary Alex Azar told ABC's Good Morning America that the operation is on track to produce tens of millions of doses by December of FDA gold standard vaccine and hundreds of millions of doses as we go into the new year. We appreciate the confidence of the U.S. government in our mRNA vaccine platform and the continued support, Moderna CEO Stephanie Banso said in a press release. Banso said on Moderna's second quarter earnings call on August 5th that the company would price its vaccine well below value during the pandemic period and will price it at market value once the virus is under control. And Tesla announced a 5-for-1 stock split on Tuesday evening. The split goes into effect on August 31st. Tesla shares rose more than 6% in post-market trading, even though the stock split changes nothing fundamental about the stock. Theoretically, the move could mean more smaller investors could afford the stock, but those investors are minuscule compared to major institutions. What's more... Most brokerages offer fractional trading now anyways, allowing small traders to buy a slice of expensive stocks. Shares of Tesla have more than tripled so far this year, 
and are up 228.54% year-to-date. The stock reacted most recently to Tesla's second-quarter earnings when it reported its fourth straight quarter of profits, which qualified it to join the S&P 500. Tesla is currently 23.43% below its all-time intraday high of $1,794.99, which it hit on July 13th. And of course, the sources are in the description for each of these articles. You can master your money at 40 box.com where we're going to have personal finance lessons. Everything dealing with money, we will help you with it. You can get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. You can invest your spare change automatically with Acorns where you can put it into index funds, stocks, bonds, and it's basically when you go out and like buy a drink at a gas station or fill up your car, it rounds it up to the very next dollar and automatically invests it for you. And you can learn the four steps to make money online down below. Check out 40 personal finance lessons, master your money, money links, tools in the description. Ask money questions at 40 There's a little contact us button and you can just shoot us an email with your personal finance questions and we'll try to answer that for you. And again, Feel free to leave your thoughts on these articles, like this information, because I think it'd be pretty interesting to see what you guys think about it and what you girls think about it and all that kind of stuff. And if you like this sort of stuff, if you like this money content, hit the like button, subscribe for more, or else YouTube will probably not show this to you. And you can also listen to this on the podcast down below as well. And also where podcasts are available, and it's just 40 in box.